welcome to the Uno Mas podcast. This is your host, Whitney Kay. Today I am sharing with you a very personal experience, a very recent experience, an experience that has to do with fear. I made a commitment to do something and immediately fear set in. And from that moment, over the next few days, I allowed the fear to overtake me and truly stop me from wanting to take the step forward to the commitment I had already made. Have you ever done this? Let's talk about it. Oh, fear. It's a funny thing. In fact, if you really stop to think about it, fear is a negative feeling about an action we have yet to take. And it can be overbearing. It can stop us from doing so much in our life. Have you ever committed to something Maybe it was a date that you're getting ready to go on and you have thought to yourself, there's no way I can do this. I've done that before. In fact, I met my husband on Bumble and I remember before I even got on Bumble, I was like, there's no way that I would ever do a dating app. And I had a friend just continuously push me forward into doing it. And obviously I got on and met him and so on and so forth, but that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about commitments, a commitment I made, but I want to ask you again, have you ever made a commitment to something like going on a date? Maybe you committed to doing a favor for somebody. Maybe you committed to showing up to an event or having an event at your house because somebody else couldn't. And after you say, yeah, I'll absolutely do it. The mo- it's almost like the moment you say yes. And like five seconds after that, you're like, oh, well, crap. What the heck did I just commit to? Like, there's no way I want to do that. Oh, I don't want to do this. What am I doing? I, I can't do it. I don't have the time. You end up running in your brain all the reasons as to why you can't commit or fully commit to the commitment you just made. This recently just happened to me. And when I say recently, I'm talking yesterday. Okay. So let's rewind a little bit. A week ago, I was asked to share my story in a Facebook group live. And that should be no problem for me. I have gone live hundreds of times before. In fact, I've even gone live and had hundreds of people watching me live. I've had no problem. I've even stood on stage and spoke in front of thousands of people. No problem. But there was something about this particular live that had me shaking in my boots. And I didn't realize how fearful I was the moment I made the commitment, right? That tends to be the case most of the time. 
So when I said yes to doing this, I was super excited about it. I was like, this would be a great opportunity. This was, by the way, for my network marketing company. It was to share my story in a group that had tons, we're talking tons of potential interested people that were interested in doing exactly what I get to do every single day. Not only that, there are tons of fellow business partners in this group, many of which I know, many of which I don't know. And again, I've done these types of things before. So why did I get so fearful? Well, I got so fearful because it was the context of my story today versus what my story was two years ago in my business. A lot can change as a female entrepreneur. You have your ups, you have your downs, you have your ebbs and your flows, same thing. You have your good days and your bad days, but don't we all? And right now, currently in my business, I'm in, I don't want to say a funk because I know what to do to get out of it. I'm just in a low point. I've experienced this before. This is normal. I've been an entrepreneur for over 13 years. I know how to deal with this. But what had me so fearful was to going live and sharing a story, a story that, yes, I have reached great success with my business. I've achieved many awesome things in my business, but at the current moment, what we consider to be those highlight reels, you know, we only post certain things on social media, the great stories, the perfect pictures. We don't post the everyday things. Why? It's because it's not the highlight of our life. And I was sitting here thinking like, I'm not at the highlight of my business, So how am I going to sit here and share the highlight reel of my business when I don't feel like I'm at the highlight of my business? This really got me fearful. I, you guys, when I tell you, I was like a bumbling idiot to my sisters in business, to my friends, because, and I was an emotional wreck. I was battling this decision for days because I committed. And then immediately I was running every way through my head as to why I couldn't do what I committed to do. And I knew it was the enemy coming in. I knew it was the enemy coming in, telling me I wasn't worthy, telling me what I, my story wasn't good enough. In fact, the enemy was even telling me that my story could potentially deter somebody that might be interested in doing what I do from doing what I do. How disgusting is that? That basically was telling me that my story doesn't matter right now. And I couldn't even believe as a woman of God, as a daughter of Christ, that I was thinking this way, that I was allowing these thoughts to enter my brain, but they did. So fast forward, 
We're talking like six days later. It was like literally a week from the moment I made the commitment to the day that I was supposed to go live. Six days later, the night before, I messaged the girl that had reached out to me asking me if I could do this live. And I said I couldn't do it. And I went to bed. I woke up the next day with a couple text messages saying, oh no, why can't you do it? Like, shoot, is there any way that you can, you know, do a pre-recorded video? Like she was throwing every alternative to me to like, Hey, no big deal. You don't have to go live. You can do a pre-recorded video. And I was like, well, shoot, how do I get out of this one? You know, like, okay, now I'm kind of stuck. And I just told the truth. I said, I don't feel comfortable covering a highlight reel of my business, even though I've done all these things and I've hit these major successes and achievements and goals. But at the current moment in my business, I'm struggling and I can't feel right in my heart to sit here and encourage people to join something when I'm currently struggling in that something. Does that make sense? I'm hoping that makes sense. I'm sure it does. And as much as I love the business, obviously I'm not out of it. I haven't left. I haven't given up and I'm not going to give up because I absolutely love what I do. And I absolutely love who I do it with, but I just didn't feel confident. And then I spoke to some of my sisters in this business. And I'll tell you what, God has a really awesome way of speaking to you, but through other people. And if you listen with open ears instead of rejected ones, closing people off from the blessings and words of God that they're trying to give you, then amazing things can happen. And that's where we need to learn to listen. Because when we listen, we will be able to step out of our fear and into the faith that we have already been equipped with. And that's exactly what happened. But let's take it back a minute. Let me get you there to that point. So I spoke with a couple sisters from my business and they told me like, girl, you have this opportunity to pour into so many other people's lives. You have this platform to speak to thousands of women and men that might be struggling where you are currently struggling. You might be able to share a couple words of encouragement to women and men that were in your position before you even hit those successes, those highs, those achievements in your business. You might be able to impact one more life. You've been given a gift, Whitney. You've been given a gift to not only be able to articulate what it is that you love to do, but in such a way that it changes people because you've already changed us and our lives currently. (laughs) Y'all, I could get tearful right now. I am getting tearful because when you hear God speak to you so precisely through the people that he has placed around you and he gives you that 
shielding, that armor of faith that could take on any adversity, any struggle, any amount of fear, any spear of just in daggers that the enemy wants to throw your way. Oh, I'm telling you what, it will do something to you. And it did something to me. That morning, I was like, I absolutely can. I can do this. Heck yeah, I can do this. And then I got off the phone with them. And what happened? As soon as that faith that I stepped into happened, that moment happened, the enemy came right back in, literally, probably, it felt like the next very minute, and started planting those seeds of doubt. All day yesterday, I was an emotional wreck. I was up one minute thinking, I've got this, you've got this, Whitney, I'm talking to myself, you know, like giving myself a pep talk. You know, I was a cheerleader in high school. I'm like cheering myself on, like doing little chants and cheers, like, woohoo, you got it. And then it was like the next moment, I was giving myself every reason as to why I shouldn't go through with this. And I was battling this fear-faith battle every single moment of the day up until the moment that I was supposed to be going live. Right before, I mean, let's, I mean, I got my hair done, put my face on, put on a cute little sweater, made myself feel good, sat down at my office desk put the phone up in front of me, turned it sideways because that's the way that I like my phone positioned when I'm doing live videos, made sure the lighting was good. I have really good lighting in my office, by the way. (laughs) Made sure it was all looking good. And then I sat there and I looked at my camera and I looked at the clock and I had two minutes until I had to hit live. And I knew that the moment I hit live was going to be the moment that I'm going to just be real and raw and I'm going to share my story and I'm just going to tell it how it is. And what's really awesome is the women that are in my corner in this business because the moment, I think it was like, you know, it was, it was the two minutes before it was still in this moment. The two minutes before I went live, I got a, a message from a girlfriend in this business And I pressed play. It was an audio message from Becca Bills. (laughs) Becca, if you're listening, I love you, girl. Um, And she just gave me a prayer. She gave me a prayer that God would just give me the words that I was intended to speak, that he would ease my anxiety, ease my fears, and allow me to step into faith and release my faith to the thousands of people that I was going to be speaking to. And then I prayed right after that because there's a couple moments in my story that inevitably it never fails. If I'm on stage or doing a live recording, I always cry. I always cry. And I did not want to cry this time. I really wanted to be clear in my message. So I prayed and I asked God to do all the things that Becca had, you know, just prayed over me 
but I then asked him to help me keep my emotions in check. And this was it. This was it. I was going to step out of my fear and step in completely trusting in my faith in the Lord and doing what I had initially committed to do. And I'll tell you what, I don't typically back out of commitments unless something really causes me to have to do it, but I rarely ever do. And so that was bothering me all day too. Like you are not the person to back out of commitments. What are you doing? But this is my time. This was my time to step out of my fear and into my faith. And one minute, it was there. It was the time. It was, it was right there. I was like, oh gosh, here we go. Countdown. And boom, I hit live. I went live and I shared my story over the next 34 minutes. And the moment I hit end, I bawled my eyes out. But what's so cool is I didn't cry once during that live. And I will tell you, I need to like put a montage together of all the times I've shared my story because I always cried. This was the first live I never cried. And I'll tell you what, it was him. It was God who put that strength over me during my life. Now I got emotional, but he did exactly what I asked for. He helped me keep it in check. But I'll tell you what, as soon as it was over, I bawled like a baby. And I and I cried not because of what I did, but it was because I truly felt him speaking through me to the people that needed to hear it. And here I was all day receiving whatever message he needed to give me through the presence and the words of other people. And now the role I was stepping into was just that. My story, my words, my releasing of faith, that moment had meant something, hopefully, to somebody else. And when I went back today, I was emotionally drawn yesterday, like um, drained, drained. I was emotionally drained yesterday. So after my live, I pretty much went straight to bed. But today when I went back and I read the comments and seeing people say, I really needed to hear this today. This was exactly the message I needed to listen to. Thank you for sharing this. Thank you for being raw. Thank you for telling your your fear. And thank you for trusting God and being willing to be obedient and to step out of that fear and into faith and share your story with us tonight. Seeing those comments is what made the entire emotional struggle of dealing with this fear that I had, this negative feeling about an action I had not even taken yet. How can I have a negative feeling about something I haven't even done? It's because I was expecting negative outcomes again of an action I had yet to take. 
It blows my mind how much power I allow and we allow the enemy over our actions. So I want to ask you, is there something that you've committed to? Is there something you've wanted to do, but there's the fear of whatever holding you back from taking that next step? I'm here to encourage you to go after it. Step into faith. It's going to be scary. It's going to be hard. You might, It's almost like bungee jumping. I've done this before too. It's like you come up. It's not, it's not the jump that's the hardest part. I'll tell you what the hardest part is. It's getting up to the top where you're supposed to be jumping from. And then the strapping in part. Because the only thing you're thinking about is what you're physically seeing in front of your eyes. And that is death, death below your feet. What the heck am I about to do? I'm about to jump to my death. (laughs) And that's exactly what we think when we are about to jump, especially when you bungee jump for the first time. I would hope and think that most of you feel this way. I mean, that's what I felt. But the jump itself is the most exhilarating, fulfilling, exciting, just peaceful moment for me of my life. And I just want to encourage you to not allow the fear to completely overwhelm you and stop you from stepping out into your faith and ultimately stepping out into your potential. Hey friends, thanks for taking the time today to jump on in and listen to the Uno Mas podcast. How can you help support us moving forward? Leave us a review. Let us know how you're liking it. And then if you're on Instagram and Facebook, like most of us are, go ahead and tag us, sharing your stories, invite your friends, and we look forward to Uno Mas podcast next week.